0: Good morning, everyone. Happy <laughs> Friday. Welcome to another College Coaching Network. This is actually our social spotlight live. Today, we have a special Ten Ten challenge because we actually have a student with us, which this yeah, is the first yes. time we've done a student. So we thought that it would be exciting to talk about a student's first job and also get their perspective of how college life is going. So good morning. With us, we have Miss Ariana.
1: Good morning. You happen to know her, oh, yeah. don't you?
0: You know, a little bit. <laughs> so I'm going to turn it over to Clyde so we could get the 1010 challenge and learn all
2: about Ariana's first job. so yes, I'm excited. So you, you are officially the first person that we've had that is going to allow us to hear what new minimum wages are because we had 50 cents per hour, and that was showing you how old he was, was his first job. Look at your face. Yeah, he only made 50 hey. cents a isn't that, That's like a uh, highway robbery, isn't it?
1: Right. You can't buy nothing see now.
2: <laughs> Back in the day, Ariana, we could call on the self on a on a pay phone for twenty five cents and you could put ten cents in the payphone. You're like, OK, what's a pay phone? And it, I don't know if you remember this. You could put ten cents into the pay phone and you can talk for like two minutes. And if you uh, didn't, if you had to put more money in there to keep talking. Uh, so that shows you like where money would, would stretch to. And then you could also buy candy for uh, five cents for some candy. Um
0: finding that nowhere no more.
2: <laughs> right. At all. Yep. So I'm excited. So let's jump in. Uh, ten questions, ten seconds per question, all about your first job. You ready? I'm ready. All right. That'll work. All right. So first question is, where did you work for your first job?
1: My um, grocery store down here called atb
2: No. Wow. Okay. Okay. Awesome. okay. Here's so here's the miracle question. How much did you make on your in your hourly pay at your first job?
1: Um, I think I started at nine fifty and then I moved up to cashier and that was like 10 something or 12. I think 1275. Yeah. When I moved up to cashier, it was 1275.
2: Now, that's what I'm talking about now. That is better than 50 cents an hour. So you got Jeff B. There's no question about that. Okay, so what was your official title um, at the grocery store?
1: Um, I don't even remember. Before I moved up to cashier, I think it was just like bagger or customer service, something like that. I don't remember.
2: Did you get tips too?
1: I did. Um, the baggers, like we could do carry like help older people or pregnant women like to their like put groceries in their car. So they used to tip a lot from that. And then some people just tip you just because.
2: Because you're nice and sweet and all that. So I, <laughs> I, never, I never asked this question before. I got to ask you, what was your biggest tip? And did you ever get a tip from anybody that you you least expected? it? Like, I, I know they're not going to tip me and they gave you a tip and surprised you.
1: Yes, that that actually happens a lot of times. So some people just look so angry. So I'm like, okay, they're they're not gonna tip. But a lot of people, a lot of people do tip. Um, I think the largest tip I got was like twenty dollars, maybe. Wow, wow. Yeah.
2: Nice. That's when you um you go home and you don't tell your parents about all the extra money you got in your pocket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. Were you on time or late?
1: On time. Uh, yeah. You- when, you- I, when I first started working, I was always scared that if I was late, like not clocking in at the right time, that I would get fired. And then I found out about a grace period, and so I was like, okay, I don't have to rush out the house like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so where did you learn that from? I kind of know already, but where probably from both. But where did you learn the the quality of being on time?
1: Oh, my parents. Well, my mom. My mom is always like, oh, we have to be there on time she's always rushing us to be on time and she says on time is late <laughs> <laughs> so you have to be early we heard, to be heard, about-
2: that, we heard that last week did we make
1: <laughs> we did we did
0: it, it's still valid.
2: uh love it okay uh appearance did you prepare your clothes the night before or did you just wake up and throw it on and go
1: I just woke up and throw it on. We like we had this um red shirt we had to wear. So I used to just wear that and then some jeans. So I didn't have to put much thought into what I was wearing to work.
2: Oh, that is hilarious. Um real, real quick, I gotta throw a sidebar. On my first job, I was like you, I would just get up and throw it on. I, I wasn't like like your mom who was organized and stuff like that. <laughs> But I never forget, I worked at uh, McDonald's and I had a hat and I love that hat. It just fit perfect right (laughs) on my peanut head. I And um, I was walking to work and a dog jumped the fence and it was a big dog. And he just leaped the fence. And I I was running. I dropped my hat. And I'm like, oh, man. And there was a co-worker of mine that he lost his hat like like two days before. Do you know? That the dog took my hat and took it back to him. It was his dog.
1: Oh wow.
2: (laughs) I could tell it was my hat just because I had like an initial on the inside or whatever. And I could tell. And I said, let me look at that hat. And I look, I said, where'd you get this hat from? He said, My dog brought the hat to me. I said, You have got to be. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: So
2: maybe, maybe not just throwing it on is the best thing to do. Maybe we need to learn from your mom. Right. <laughs> and, pre- and prepare. All right. Biggest life lesson that you have from your job. Um,
1: probably what taxes were. I was so upset when like fifty dollars or a hundred dollars was missing out of my check. And I'm like, where's it even going? Like, you're just taking my money just because. So <laughs> when I found out what that was, I was like, Wow, the government's just taking our money. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the real world. All uh, right. I was, I was so world. About that. that is funny. Um, Were you a mm-hmm. saver or were you a spender?
1: I spend almost every <laughs> 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 and It's crazy because I could not even tell you like one thing I bought. Like I just I just would buy food, like order food to have it delivered to school, and then my bank account says fifty dollars. <laughs> <Like, laughs>
2: were you, you DoorDash?
1: I would DoorDash and Uber Eats to school almost every day.
2: Oh, my. So, our (laughs) older daughter does that a lot. um, And she's just now starting to back off of it. But we've had them come to our house. And I'm hearing the doorbell. And I'm wondering who it is in this food that's laying down there at their doorstep. So, is that a new thing with young people at the DoorDash? Mm -hmm.
1: DoorDash all the time. I I don't DoorDash as much now because I can drive. And, like, senior year when I had, like, I had two off periods, so I could leave during lunch. It was really junior year that I was door-dashing since I couldn't go anywhere. But senior year, I just kind of stopped doing that.
2: Live and learn. Live and learn. All right. Last two questions: What was the uh, song that was out during that was popular during the time of your first job, or what song reminds you the most of your first job?
1: That's a good question. I started working like twenty nineteen. I don't know. Um, no,
0: that's a hard question. <laughs> I can't just think of a
1: song like <laughs> out of
0: my head. Uh, I really don't know. What song relate Do you think relates to your job? What song first comes to mind? Um,
1: Beyonce. Um, what's this? They they used to play her songs like all the time in there. Uh, no, there's a, wait, what is that song called? Oh, it's called Sia, uh, Cheap Thrills. I learned that song because it would just play over and over and over at work. So, yeah. A lot of the songs I know is because of H-E-B.
2: No doubt, no doubt. Because <laughs> it had it on the intercom that was going yes. on. Yep, every,
1: every day it's the same playlist.
2: Oh, that's funny. Uh, all right, most embarrassing moment that you ever had from your first job? Um.
1: um I don't know. I know, I, I know I've i run into, like, some really weird customers. Maybe some... Okay, well, I don't know if I can really say that. Oh, okay, so I had one... <laughs> There was, okay, so in HEB, like, you can always, there's, the one that I worked at, there was very few black people that worked in there in general. So, like, my line would just be, there would be nobody there, and, like, older white people would just walk past and not come to me. And so, one time, um a manager was like, oh, sir, you can go to this one. And he was like, I'm not going over there with that girl. and I was like... Okay, like
2: I was crying on the inside. I was just like, "Why are you like uh, this?" <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It, it, you know, it's, it's, um, it's sad. Well, I, I share a quick story, and I don't think I've ever told Mika this story before. There was uh, a young man that is an African American guy, uh, guy um, and he was going to the uh, nursing home to see his mom, and she was in a room where it was her and another uh, person that was in that room. And his, obviously his mom was black and the person in the room was not. She was a, she was a Caucasian white lady. And um, she used to just be so mad and angry and bitter at him when he came in there to see his mom. And he would say hi to, you know, hi, such and such, whatever. And she just would like frown at him and turn her nose up and all that crazy stuff. And so um, his mom ended up passing away, unfortunately. And um and and he went back to see that lady. He says something on the inside of him told him to go back and see that lady and give her some roses or something like that. And he said the woman didn't expect him to come because his mom was no longer there. And when he gave, she's like, who did you come to see? You know, your mom, you know, he's like, well, I came to see you. And he gave her the roses, whatever. And the woman broke down and started crying. And when she broke down and started crying, he gave her a big hug. And he told her that, you know, he just wanted to come and make sure she was okay. And she said, the reason why I was upset with you was because every time you came in here to see your mom, it was a reminder that my family wasn't coming to see me. Mm -hmm. And he went to see the rest of her life all the way up until the time that she passed away. He became her family. So when you see people that are like kind of weird that way where they don't know how to treat you, Sometimes it's something that's on the inside of you that they wish that they had and they just don't know how to verbalize that. Um, so that's a great lesson because we have to learn how to love people, even sometimes when they don't even know how to be loved. And I know this is in your area, Mika, when it comes to that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that
0: that you hit the nail on the head. That's it right there.
2: Yeah. Very important. Um that's a big life lesson, because in corporate America, because I want to talk about what you're doing now. But as you transition, we're making the transition into college. Um, you are in a pandemic like all of us, and you're really not getting a chance to experience all that life has to offer at the college campus. But those things will come up. So walk us through kind of like how you transition from high school to college and like what's been going on in your life up to this point.
1: Um well at first I can say that first semester of college was probably like the hardest time of my like school career period. Um, just because like that was the first time I've ever been away from my parents. And then on top of that, I'm at home just not doing anything but schoolwork or going to work. Um then a part of that was me not uh living on campus first year. So I don't really know too many people like my peers or anything. Um, yeah, that was that was something I had to deal with. So first semester was a little stressful. <laughs> um, now I'm doing a lot better, um, I would say learning-wise. Uh, being online, I'm not really retaining information. It's kind of just like making sure I'm getting the grades, making sure I'm turning it in. So that is kind of like a downfall that I'll have to recover from when we go actually back in person. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm getting to know more people now. So I guess I'm doing a lot better
2: than it was first semester. Yes. So what advice would you give to other students that, like my daughter is transitioning from being in a home and now going to college for her first semester? What advice would you give other students that may listen to this video of how you mentally made that transition? Because I'm sure it's tough to leave your mom and your dad and your, and your siblings. And now you gotta kinda go out here and kind of spread your own wings. How did you handle making that transition your first semester?
1: Um, the first couple months were real rough. Like literally when they dropped me off at my house and I seen the truck pulling off, I was like, Wait, I have to stay here? (laughs) Like they're leaving me? This is it. (laughs) And so I think after that, like when they left and I closed that door, I went in my room and bawled crying, like <laughs> not nose <it> nose, <laughs> bawled crying. Um, but eventually it was just kind of like, okay, like it's time to, I gotta do something with myself. It's time to be an adult, it's time to grow up. So I kind of muscled it out. But, um, advice I would give students that are going to college, um, is to definitely live on campus at least your first semester, if not your entire first year, Um, get to know people. Don't just be confined to your room because that'll drive you crazy if you're just doing schoolwork and, you know, not having interaction. Um, And then I would just say, like, you'll be okay. Like your family's going to be there. You can call them. There's FaceTime, Facebook Messenger, all these ways that you can contact them. So I would think, you know, you'll be okay.
2: I love it. I love it. So there are some people that will listen to this and they're shy and so when you say well you know get out there and meet with people a lot of times you know because like in high school right you're going down the hallway and sometimes you made friends because you're right beside somebody that got the same locker that you have Mm -hmm. or you're in the same classes you know that other people are in um but when you're in college I mean sometimes you got what two three hundred people in the classroom right Mm -hmm. and so it's and so it's not you know and, and you may be sitting in a different seat um, from one class to the next because when you get in there you just got to take the seat that's available right? right so how do you how do you get past you know being fearful to build relationships i mean i know you're very uh, uh, open when you talk to people but what what advice would you give to somebody that can help them get over their fear of being rejected by somebody that they're trying to get a relationship with
1: oh um, i I still deal with that uh, sometimes especially now like in our zoom classes there's like plus kids and so like i i've literally sometimes fear like oh the teacher's gonna call on me or if they break down like oh, i gotta talk to them like it's like stuff like that but um i think to overcome that is just you have to have the mindset that they're just people and like you're gonna encounter thousands or not hundreds of thousands of people in your life so it's like it's just people what's the worst that can happen they don't speak back i mean oh well <laughs>
2: That's right. That's their loss. That's their loss. That's good. Um, Mika, you got any questions? I know this is your baby, so it's a different, different dynamic, but I'm sure you got some questions. It,
0: it is. I was going to say, can you just kind of tell us about what you're majoring in, kind of what your goals are, what things or organizations um, that you've kind of learned about this helped with the transition or tell us about um, how you can get involved in things and kind of what major you're in and so. stuff.
1: Um, my major is kinesiology with the pre-athletic training concentration. Um, so I think with me going to a PWI, um, I try to get involved like as, in as many things regarding Black students as I can. So um, there's an organization I just applied for called b which is Black Women's Environment Initiative. Um, I also applied for LSU NAACP and um, LSU Black Student Union. So, um, you know, I feel like as a black student at a PWI, to be comfortable and to, you know, grow, you have to be around people that, I mean, I'm not saying not have diverse friend groups, but it helps if you're around people that you're familiar with, that look like you, that can relate to you. So that kind of makes the college experience easier so you don't just feel like, oh I'm, you know i'm alone um but that helps and then um going back to putting myself out there a couple of weeks ago well i re- i recently started working in the football operations building and so um a couple of weeks ago i went and met with the head athletic trainer for the football team And I just kind of, you know, put myself out there, introduced myself to her. And she basically offered me volunteer hours and work shadow hours for the football season that's coming up. So that's a place. That's
2: good. That's awesome. That's awesome. That that field is a very unique field. Um, One, how did you choose that field? Um, And then the other one is being a, african-american young woman um how how does that allow you to maybe have some uniqueness because i don't know if there's a lot of women that actually operate in in your area so can you speak to how you discovered that that was what you wanted to major and then also how do you how do you leverage yourself to be unique in this area
1: Um. well i always played sports growing up i didn't stop playing sports until high school so um you know there was always the love for sports there and then i also kind of always knew i wanted to work in the medical field or just helping people in general so um my sophomore year of high school i had two friends that were actually already in the athletic training program at my school and so um junior when junior year came around i applied and like the like the first practice first game i was like yes this is what i'm gonna do with the rest of my life <laughs> and so i kind of like haven't lost momentum since and then um I really had a strong relationship with um, one of the trainers that's at our school, her name is Ms. Walters. Um, so she kind of, you know, was a mentor for me and, you know, helped me find my way and helped me find scholarships and stuff like that. Um, but I would say that the athletic training field is definitely male predominant, let alone white male. So it's like being a black woman coming into this field is a challenge, but You just have to work twice as hard which is sad but it's true you just have to work twice as hard and put yourself out there to make yourself noticed
2: i love it it's
1: definitely i would say that it's definitely not a field where you can be like very relaxed like you kind of have to be headstrong especially because you're working with football players they're already like gonna be bigger and think they know everything so with me being (laughs) as small as i am i kind of have to show them like you're not gonna play when or talk to me any kind of way
2: <laughs> so, have you had to have you had to set them straight before?
1: yes I have definitely have <laughs> there was we were at one practice and um this boy just decides that he could pick me up and move me off play. I he never did it again after I was done
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it I'ma honestly say she got that from you mika <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know, Dad don't play either, but I think that's a lot of you right there. That is hilarious. Um, I guess so. The goals, like, I mean, you're looking to obviously be able to get past this pandemic. Um, and I don't know, Mika, is this um the vaccine? Are they opening it up yet to, for college students, or is that going to be the second wave? What do you know, do? You know anything about that?
0: So Ariana can actually oh. talk to me because oh. I believe they're offering at her school. So go ahead.
2: Yeah, go for it.
1: Yeah, LSU actually just sent us an email, I think yesterday or the day before, saying that they're, um, you know, they're up in the qualifications in order to get the vaccine. Um, and you can, like, sign up to get the vaccine whenever it's available on campus. But I know they're doing, like, priority for it first, like, if you have pre-existing conditions and stuff like that. But now they just opened it up or they're opening it up next, starting on Monday, if, if you, like, are a grocery store worker or stuff like that. So... It's definitely opening up more for people.
2: Yeah, that's going to be exciting to see um, with, the, with the sports, being able to get back to, you know, you guys being able to go to those events uh, again and then just being able to get around the campus and do more. You yeah, know,
1: they, also, they also sent us an email, like yesterday, I think, saying that um, that spring tailgating like tailgating for spring sports events is back open so people can tailgate. and so for like baseball track all that stuff and they haven't said anything about fall but right now they've opened up all the tailgating for spring sports
2: so have you ever been to a tailgate at a college before i haven't i'm I haven't. sure y'all came up at lsu i'm sure i went to one with uh, with leon walker um when um trey uh hobson was playing for mu and we went there and they had those big old barbecue grills out there and they were all in the parking lot like they do at the chiefs game but the steaks that they have were like ribeye they were like this big and probably that thick and they had like 20 of them on grill and they had nothing but just shish kebabs steaks you know the brats the whole works it's a whole other level with the colleges. I mean, I, I thought the I Chiefs were a whole other level, but those colleges are for real. So it's, it's – oh, yeah. Is football <laughs> or uh, basketball um, a bigger sport?
1: LSU? Um, I was – I don't know. I mean, I think football, but it's it might be kind of 50-50, I guess.
0: Our school is in Not March coming.
1: Madness right now, so we'll
0: see. That's good. Your nice. school produces nice. a lot of uh, pro athletes, athletes in both. Oh, yeah, all so. around,
1: like in all sports. So I wouldn't say that. One, I mean, of course, football just creates more traction just because we're in America. But I think LSU just produced a lot of good athletes. So.
2: Yeah, I would agree. And is uh, Shaquille O'Neal's son still there?
1: Yes, he is. I don't believe he's playing right now, but his son and his daughter are actually both at LSU.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. In parting, what advice would you give to any person that is listening to your 1010 challenge about maybe they haven't this is going to be their first time getting a job this summer? Right. So you had to go through, I'm sure, filling out the application and I don't know if you had an interview and all that. But what what advice would you give to make their transition into their first job a little bit more easier, especially since it hasn't been that long since you've had your first job?
1: Um, I would say that. definitely once you start working you're not gonna stop so don't think oh I'm gonna just work for a little while and then I'm not gonna work again because that's what I thought and then I'm at HV for like two years now so (laughs) that's definitely you're gonna keep have to keep working but um I would just say that having a job is a you know the first step into adulthood I guess so I think I think it's I like having a job so it'll be fun
2: I love it. I love it. You did an amazing job. Mika, you can take take us home.
0: No, oh, I don't want to say thank you Ariana for joining and taking the 1010 challenge. Look, you definitely made more than I did <laughs> on my first job, for yeah. sure. <laughs> you know, they HB stepped it up a whole nother level. So just want to say thank you again for taking the 1010 Challenge. Excited about all the things that you have coming in your future. I'm very proud to be your mom. And I know that you're going to do amazing things and leave your stamp on the world. So thank you, guys. (laughs) Thank you, guys, for tuning in and joining College Coaching Network Social Spotlight Live. This is Ariana Jones that took the 1010 Challenge. Bye, guys. Have a great weekend.
2: Have a good weekend.